Beryl raced down the road in her shiny red Camaro, heedless of the stares she was getting. She figured it would have been worse had she been in the minivan she taxied the children around in. It had been part of the bargain—inheritance, actually—two kids and a minivan. Beryl had always thought she'd have children and possibly—unavoidably—a minivan someday— just not all on the same day, certainly not under the circumstances. But then, she never dreamed she'd be driving at breakneck speed trying to get to a meeting with her nephew's teacher while wearing a yellow catsuit with orange flames, red thigh-high stiletto boots, and an orange and red Mardi Gras-type mask. She could take the mask off, she gasped, but her hands were gripping the steering wheel so tightly that she couldn't quite pry them loose. Besides, wherever there is a wrong to be righted, an injustice to be overcome, an oppression to be liberated, the flame will be there. She alone can scorch evil, char cruelty, sear tyranny, and ignite fear in the hearts of even the coldest of criminals. She screeched to a halt in front of Harper Elementary School, got out of the car and ran inside. She was getting used to running in five-inch heels, though it wasn't something she particularly enjoyed not to mention it was a health hazard. All heels with a height above two and three-fourths inches should come with a warning from the Surgeon General, or at least the Podiatrist General, as if it would make a difference. She neglected to sign in at the office and instead found the room indicated in the note Duncan had brought home from school Friday. The door to the room was open, and Beryl breathlessly bounded in. "'Sorry I'm late,' she said to the back of the man putting a model of the solar system onto a bulletin board. She assumed he could be no other than Mr. Terence E. Goodson, sender of the note that had made her simmer all weekend. No problem, the man said, rudely proceeding with the placement of his solar system. I'll be finished with this in a few minutes. I have a life too, Mr. Goodson. Could we talk while you continue your little project? His broad shoulders stiffened, threatening to rip his blue Oxford cloth shirt. Still, he did not turn to look at Beryl. Had you not been tardy for this meeting, we would have had plenty of time. As it is, I have to finish getting ready for class.